0: 141 951 1025 It's time to talk football It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we continue the build-up to the start of the new league season in Scotland Celtic have Europe on their mind first though with Mitchell and away in Champions League qualifying tomorrow Rangers announced 23,000 fans will be allowed into Saturday's opener with Livingston, and it's been a big day in Paisley with the news St Mirren have become fan-owned. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Dyle and Roger Hanna. Yeah, as you see, Gordon
2: Celtic have a huge Champions League qualifier just 24 hours from now. Aberdeen and in Hibs, they should. You know, make small work of the second legs of their European ties a day later. Rangers begin the defence of the title on Saturday afternoon, and the Dazzler will be back in his season ticket seat at Fort Park
3: on Sunday. It's as if we've never been away. Yeah, looking forward to the start of the season. Everyone else going great. To be back, had a great summer. Uh, I would like. See, when you say that though, you never sound like you mean it. It Doesn't sound yeah, like uh, it's okay. great to be back. Uh, what, what, what do you want? Right, it's, it's fantastic That's to, a to bit be more, back. A bit
1: more energy. But, uh, a bit of I, I'm,
3: I'm going on to a sad bit of news. I'm a bit saddened and shocked by the news I received yesterday about a former player and a lad that worked with me and my coaching staff here. Uh, sad to hear about Ali Dawson. Uh, our thoughts were obviously with his family and friends and. Uh, it's a sad, sad day He was a lovely, lovely guy
1: Yeah, I know you, you knew him well I did mm. think of you as well when I, when I saw the news yesterday I'm sure Roger would back up those sentiments Yeah, I was
2: actually speaking to you, a, a pal of mine I think Daz knows him as well down in here today And, you know, as well as Being Rangers' youngest cup winning captain at 21 As well as winning caps for Scotland Managing a to, to a league title in, in later life he put so much back into football He was involved in the street soccer Mm-hmm. Uh, foundation in, in Glasgow And also The Walking Football Association You know A, f- a friend of mine Down the air Was one of the Walking football teams Used to see Ali Organising these Walking football Games Competitions You know for, for older guys Who no longer play The, the running about Type of football that, that we love so much So he really gave So much back to the game And, and as Daz says The thoughts of everyone In the game as well as it's super scoreboard that his my clubs are with, with Ali's friends and family tonight
1: Absolutely, now it's 01419511025 if you want to pick up the phone And join in the debate or discussion tonight We would love to have you, lots happening Celtic in Champions League qualifying tomorrow Celtic fans, it's been quite, quite the week Lots of encouraging signs against and last week Pegged back in the end Then a disappointing friendly result at the weekend All the while we've got transfers happening and potentially happening so give us all your thoughts Pick your team for tomorrow Because remind me of the kick-off time tomorrow Roger 6.45 tomorrow so night So pretty much the team will be out by the time we come on air So come and pick your team What's the best that Celtic can field at the moment Rangers 23,000 fans for the Livingston game How do you feel about that? George Edmondson's also left the club He's going to Ipswich Town And later on in the show We will look at that news that St Mirren have become fan-owned as well So those or anything else That you think we've missed 0141 951 1025 Pick up the phone We would love to hear from you And you can tweet as well At Clyde SSB Funny you started the show, Roger Talking about you know fans getting back in And it'll be great to see um, The Dazzler back in his mm. season ticket seat At Fir Park I actually went along to the game On Saturday against Annan in, in the League Cup And got a ticket And 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 he was there. You know, I saw a horrendous selfie from him on Instagram. <laughs> Someone's gonna need to teach him how to do that. Um I then phoned him and did you know, I think Kevin Bridges does a sketch like this, you know, you you, you hear that your mate is at a concert and you stand up and you shout over, Where are you? I, I'm over here yeah. and I'm I'm in section E and you start waving over. We were doing that across from from one stand to the other. Um I didn't see you appear for the second half though.
3: I moved, I moved the uh, seats um, to, As be, a, to, what, to the recliner, to, half a mile <laughs> up the road. I moved seats to a different premises. Um, no, I just, I was there was something on Saturday afternoon, but I made um, sure I could see the first well, it's half. Funny
1: because you phoned me and said the reason you were going to the game is you had nothing to do and you were
3: just desperate uh, no, no, to just, see some just, football. Just in the first, I was desperate, and it was juicy, Gordon. It was terrific just to be there and fans there enjoying the game. It was a lovely. A lovely summer's day. And uh, the one thing I love about the start of a new season, as a player, as a manager, and as a supporter. When you turn up at the pitches now, as an ex player you think to yourself, Oh, I wish I could just get another one game in me.
2: And it's amazing as well the things he spotted. As you go along to these games, Gordon, and you you might spot Motherwell playing a different formation, the three at the back mm-hmm. they're yep. looking at with wing back. You you might spot something in one of the new signings like Woolery or Van Veen or yeah. I'm a loser or something like that. That's mm-hmm. phone me and says, You never know guess what's happened at Motherwell? I thought, Well, what is it? He says, Motherwell are now in the other dugout.
1: I know, he's just, he phoned me during the game <laughs> to ask why He never misses the big talking points, yeah, this guy yeah. And you're going to find that out between now and 8 o'clock 01419511025 Pick up the phone, let us know what is on your mind uh, In particular, big game for Celtic tomorrow Lots of interesting stuff coming from Ange Postacoglu During his press conference today Like we said, varying numbers of fans getting back in this weekend I know that's causing a bit of frustration and debate Some... Stadia will be operating around 50% capacity Some much less than that George Edmondson's moving on Whatever is on your mind We'd love to hear from you Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. What about tomorrow then for Celtic? I mean, I was going to say how big a game is it? That's a stupid question to yeah. get us off It's obviously massive Of course it is and Listen, these Champions League qualifiers Coming at
2: this time of year It's nothing new for Scottish teams It's been like this for the last 20 years or so And they're enormous every year uh, if you're a glass half full Kind of fellow garden You will look at Celtic With Odson Edward Ryan Christie David Turnbull Callum McGregor Lee Labada Who of course played so well In the first game And you think Yep, yep Celtic can go there And they can score goals Remember that away goal That the Maitland scored last week Doesn't matter Away goals mm-hmm. don't matter anymore In European football The, the fear you would have For the, the, the glass half empty people Is the Celtic back four Because it looks as if You'll we'll have to go to Denmark with Anthony Ralsh and Stephen Welsh, young Dane Murray and Greg Taylor at the back and potentially Vasilis Barkas behind them and you would be concerned having lost a sloppy goal against the Danes last week and having lost six against West Ham on Saturday. You would worry for them at the back.
3: And with Roger and the fact uh, I think tomorrow night Gordon will need to score at least two goals because uh, I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet. Um, but I think Roger's right in point out as much as you can look at the defence and there's young boys in there and it'll be a difficult night for them. But I, I you know, sometimes the younger players, they can surprise you. Um, you know, they're thrown in at the deep end, a bit of res- responsibility on them, and they react to that. And I'm sure that everyone involved with Celtic will be hoping that's the case tomorrow night. But Roger says they're middle of front, they've still got some decent quality yeah. in there that can turn games and can win big matches for you.
1: What is a what's a full strength Celtic eleven at, at the moment? Throw that out there, even to to see how the listeners compare and and contrast their views. What what's the what's the best hope for Celtic tomorrow?
2: Um, well, we've almost gone through the eleven. just now. The eleven for tomorrow will we are back four of Ralston, Welsh Murray and Taylor because with Neil Beaton suspended, Carl Starfield isn't here yet. You know, mm-hmm. having to self isolate, he's not available for selection. Chris Ayer has gone.
1: Um, so th- this is all hold, 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 Just before we go any further It's taken until he's left For you to learn How to pronounce his name oh, properly it's Adger, Adger's me. away but, to Brentford For the last four years He's been
2: agile. Now that he's gone <laughs> You're giving him His correct pronunciation Listen There's a Japanese frontman Coming to Celtic You've no idea The pangs of horror I've, I've got Trying to pronounce his name When the season starts So Chris Iyer Good luck at Brentford Celtic could have done with him Tomorrow night I would think
3: yeah, I think that is a, a talking point. I think that uh, everybody will be looking at Celtic back four, and the one that's come under the spotlight all the time just now, Gordon, is obviously the goalkeeper. And it'll be, it'll be interesting when the the, the starting eleven comes out. Will Postacoglu keep faith with Barca's? Um, his other options probably going for being in yeah. there. Um, but if if he does keep faith, uh, the goalkeeper has got to help these two young centre backs. As much as Welsh has played a part of last season, he was thrown in at the deep end there as well um, because of the situation with Celtic. Murray looks a a real promising centre-half, young lad, and they've got two full-backs, and people would probably say that Ralston is never the first uh, choice, and Taylor, well, we've got mixed views in that as well. So for this young back four, then I think it's important the goalkeeper takes a better responsibility.
1: Surely you play Ben. Uh, well hold on let let, let me play this to you from Ange Postacoglu it doesn't sound like it in particular Celtic fans how are you feeling what are you thinking ahead of tomorrow pick your team all the main talking points all the 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 debating points that will be swirling around at the moment the guys have already dived in on Vasilis Barkas but who says the whole squad has to remain united. Well, I
4: don't think he's, he's, he's confidence. I think I said, you know, after the, the first leg, he was disappointed with, with the goal he conceded. Apart from that, you know, we were, we were quite comfortable um, as a defensive unit. Um, so, you know, I think from that perspective, I'm, I'm, I'm shying away too much from sort of focusing on individuals because I, I just feel that for where we are in this place and time, it's the collective that's going to get us the kind of results we need and the kind of performances we need because we're as I said, we're such a young group at the moment. You look at our back four potentially and, you know, there's not a player over 24 years of age, I think, and, and I'd hate to think how many appearances between the four of them. But I can't start isolating individuals and, 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 and trying to analyse their games too deeply because ultimately that's not going to make a difference for what we're trying to do now. We're trying to achieve something and we, the only way we'll achieve it is as collectives.
3: I like the way he talks Gordon uh, I really do I think he backs uh, his players to the hill And that's that's the job and responsibility of a manager He's come in here Will he be happy with the fact he's getting into this game So important tomorrow with the back four and the goalkeeper And she said there The amount of games that they've played together uh, Barkas's confidence can't be too high at the moment Because uh, he has come in for a lot of criticism I'm, I'm sure Celta and I'm not having a go at the boy but I'm sure a lot of Celtic fans out there don't have a lot of confidence in him. He's not shown me anything in pre-season that I think, yeah, OK, he's settled into the role now, he could be a big player for Celtic next year. I, I think it's, it's obvious for me that Celtic need a, a top goalkeeper um, for the start of the season and over the next week or two. And these young lads, like Welsh and Murray, they'll get great experience from us tomorrow night. Of that, there's no doubt, and they can only learn from it.
1: One four one nine five one one zero two five. There are a couple of a pair of Pauls on the line. Both Celtic fans, both wanting to discuss tomorrow. Uh, Let's go to Paul and Kirk and Tillich and see how he's feeling. Hi, Paul.
5: Hi, Gordon. Gordon, I've waited to come on. I've waited until you're back. That's very nice of you,
1: Uncle Paul. (laughs) People are going to think we're related Or I've sent you a fiver for that But that's, it's nice to have you what, What's your thoughts ahead of tomorrow?
5: Uh, it's just uh, My thoughts tomorrow night I'm I'm not as doom and gloom As There's a lot of folk uh, I was at the game last week I was, Me and my son Were lucky enough to get in To the, the stadium uh, And up until uh, Beat on Done his Unforgivable Pointed in the guy's face Get sent off So have done really well And were Quite comfortable uh, the goal of Barca is is not the answer, and and this will just show again that you can't rely on him. His his positional sense is horrendous. It it doesn't look like a goal, to be honest. But I think if they can, the the thing that the, the kind of worrying thing is that I'm not sure that uh, the Celtic team will want to play, will be able to play the system that Big Ange is wanting because I don't think they've got the players for it, so I don't know if he'll be able to set the team out tomorrow night exactly the way he wants it. But if they don't do anything stupid, just clear the lines. Uh, I think I'm not as doing glim as a lot of people I think I think we could quite easily get through the tie.
2: Well listen, Paul. Celtic could get through the tie, no problem at all. Um you're quite right what you say Mitterland didn't look world beaters until Beaton was sent off after 42 minutes or whatever it was last week. You, you now do need to ask questions of Beaton. I think that's five red cards uh, for Celtic, a lot of them in similar circumstances. All you know, just when he's back in that centre half row, he doesn't he just doesn't instill confidence in me. And neither, as you say, does Barkas. That's why I think it needs to be Scott Bain. Um, I thought Barkas was poor. For the equaliser last week I thought he was poor at at least a couple of those West Ham goals at the weekend As you say, his positioning just it it, it doesn't take up the same position as other goalkeepers take up And when you've got a young inexperienced back four I, I I think, you know, having someone with Scott Baines experience I know he's older than Barkas Hasn't played a huge number of games for Celtic But he's played enough and he's played big games He's played European games He's played... Old Firm Games is a solid enough goalkeeper. He's not a
1: world beater either, but for me, it needs to be been tomorrow night. Doesn't, did it sound to you there, though, that Ange Postacoglu is of a mind to, to change that? No, I mean, I don't, did, did I don't this, know. we could probably do a full two hours on Celtic's goalkeeping position yeah. alone, right? Because everybody knows, or most people acknowledge now, the goalkeeping role is about a whole lot more than keeping the ball out the back of the net. And I get that people will scoff at that and say, What are you on about? That's. That's the number one priority And I'm, I'm sure it remains that But you can clearly see if you watch Celtic He wants his goalkeeper to do Something very specific That, that maybe other Celtic goalkeepers in the past Haven't quite been asked to do Is that, is that playing into the thinking? No, it's very possibly
2: um, There's an irony as well That after Mitterland and midweek They go to Tynecastle on Saturday night Where Craig Gordon mm-hmm. is currently in a club record 11 consecutive clean sheets for Hearts and we'd extend it to 12 with a clean sheet against the club that let him go So there's still talk of Fraser Forster as there was last summer um, I would be. But, but
1: that's what I mean I, I know this might surprise people who loved the, the eye-catching saves that Fraser Forster made But it genuinely might, and i under, underline that It might be the case that Ange Postacoglu doesn't think Fraser Forster suits what he's going to try and do um, That would be a worry
2: if that's the case because Fraser Forster is a significantly better Mm. goalkeeper Than anyone on the premises
3: I know you come from Gordon uh, About the build-up And the way he's trying to play from the back And the goalkeeper's got to be so comfortable But first and foremost I think every Celtic fan would like a goal that can make saves And Forster's an absolute terrific goalkeeper
1: That's the thing, listen I I do get that What I'm trying to say is If if Ange Porstokoglu is identifying a keeper Mm. And I'm not saying this is Fraser Forster But it's unlikely it would be someone who would be Terrible at the other side of the game You know It's going to have to be someone Who does more than making saves Because well, Otherwise th- everything he's trying to do Won't work
3: Yeah I could, I could be totally wrong But I think if Foster comes into the equation And gets offered him At the right money And the right price I think you've put that to one side and take him. I know where you're coming from. I totally understand what you're saying about the style of football. I watched him uh, last week and it was interesting that he was watch- he was working on his fullbacks moving into the left park. It's an old man, man City thing. will have done it at Man City with his two fullbacks. I can totally understand it. So he's got a different way of thinking. I like the way this guy's going about his business. It's going to take time for him. I said that at the beginning of the season. He's come into a very difficult job. I don't think he should be judged. I think he should be given support and time for him to build his own team. Any manager, I don't care who you are, whether you've you've worked in Scotland or you've worked in Britain, or whatever you may be, any manager coming into a situation is going to find that a difficult job mm. until he gets but his players in and the way he wants to if play. If you remember, that's Brendan Rodgers. Yeah I was just and about to bring that up immediately yeah. wanted a goalkeeper Who was great with the ball
2: at his feet Signed Doris De Vries. Yep. Then realised it wasn't very good With the ball at his hands yep. And Craig Gordon get put back into the team So For me And I know what you mean Gordon mm-hmm. But for me the priority for a goalkeeper mm-hmm. Is Making the kind of saves
1: That Barkas isn't making at the minute um, Paul but still confident enough For tomorrow Is that an experienced back forward That the question marks over the goalkeeper Can it still be enough?
5: Hopefully it'll still be enough Yeah I mean They get a bit of fright on and Saturday I think Against West Ham Some of the young defenders But hopefully that will That will spur them on This team running West Ham or, or or anywhere near it uh, But again we just need to We need to take the chances uh, Edward is a shadow The guy he was He missed a couple of sitters last week as well So if he's trying to get away He's in the short window he needs to pull his socks off away and start putting some
1: of these away Alright, let's head east then from one Paul Who we will thank and send on his way to enjoy the rest of his night Let's bring in another Paul, this one's in Edinburgh What's your take on Celtic at the moment, Paul, and the chances tomorrow?
6: Uh, first of all, good evening panel, how are you all doing? Good. Hopefully good Good, thanks um, I, uh, actually at the moment, I'm uh, I'm completely opposite of the previous caller You know, I'm um, Going into the season with Posta Coglu, for me, it's the biggest joke in the history of me being a Celtic fan. I've been a Celtic fan. I'm 37. So, you know, I mean, I saw Liam Brady. I saw Lou McCary. You know, I went through the Tony Mowbray debacle. And, um, you know, uh, for me, this is this is the biggest joke of a lot of it. You know, we had dialer at a time when Rangers weren't in the league and there was no, you know, the, the competition with team was alright but we had a huge operating budget above them and we had the luxury of being able to bring in an, an experienced coach albeit someone who'd still won a league in Europe um, I think what we've got just now personally I think it's a joke you know he's been appointed because he knows Mark Lowell, he's not been appointed because he has any of the credentials that are right for a Celtic manager he's a board puppet, majority of the players that have been brought in are players that have been brought in because they've been signed by the board and not Postacoglu And I think it's going to be Six months wasted And a six month start for Rangers
1: right, this is interesting Paul Because The vast majority I feel like Of Celtic fans Who get in touch with this show On Whether it's on the phones Or on social media Like Ange Postacoglu They like the way he comes across They like the way he sounds They're happy with him They are hoping that he gets The resources he needs To go and Be a success And that's where most of the question marks lie. But you're not having the ma- Why? Why in particular What have you got against this manager
6: For Celtic Celtic You know where we stand in terms of a financial position has obviously diminished as other leagues make more money. We've got a huge support. You know, we have some history in Champions League. I feel over the past ten years at times we haven't pushed on that. But at times, you know, we have had our results in Europe. Barcelona, Lazio, you know, I remember back, you know, when we were we got in striking with a, a you know an operational budget that wasn't hugely significant, was getting us into the last sixteen Two years in a row Beating teams like Casey Milan You know We are still a team That has More to offer To get a better manager Than Ange Bostacogl You know A city Group stooge You know Absolute nonsense Celtic deserve better You know, Is Is it
1: crazy of me To suggest Paul That you're being a bit harsh And you give the guy a chance Before he You know You've got him written off Before he's even started
6: God, look at his CV Do you think in any way Shape or form If you look at the rest As I said Give Lenny Dyler a pass. He was appointed at a time when the operational budget was low, the TV rights were low because of what was going on in the league. Because Rangers not been in the league. Hearts were in the league, has been in the league, right? At that point in time, we were trying to do a financial thing that was different. Now, we got lucky and got Brendan Rodgers, and that was brilliant. We thought about Lenny, we shouldn't have done that. But we had the opportunity last year now. Who knows what happened with Eddie Howe? But, you know, bringing in someone like... Eddie Howe a Graham Potter Someone who Has potential to bring the club on Instead of somebody Who's been coaching in
1: the J-League Roger we are a bit short in time But I'm keen to get your thoughts I'm going to go out on a limb And say I don't think Paul's a fan Of Celtic's manager Listen
2: I I think Ange Postacoglu has spoken quite well In the short time he's been here But that doesn't really matter What I think Whether he speaks well or not It's about winning games If Celtic go out Of the Champions League tomorrow night It's not Ange Postacoglu's fault I'll put that out there right now Rangers won the league on the 7th of March At that stage Celtic knew they were going into mm. this Champions League qualifier At that stage they knew Brown was going El was going Kenny was going Laxalt was going Duffy was going They knew there was a fair chance that Ayer pronounced yeah. correctly no, then. And then Cham wouldn't be there They knew Julian wouldn't be fit They knew they wouldn't be able to rely on Lee Griffiths So five months on Next week will be the first week in August Five months on How can they go into a qualifier
1: with this squad? 01419511025 Thanks to Paul We'll take more of your calls next
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna Are in the building But they both want to speak to you 01419511025 On the phones Or Twitter At Clyde SSB If you would rather do that It goes without saying We do like to speak to you on the phones And see what's on your mind Christopher is on He says Celtic need another left back Desperately There's one on the doorstep And Josh Doig A young guy Sound investment He'll go to the top Uh, Celtic not that I'm aware I've looked at him Hickey right back Doig left back He says Uh, I think it goes without saying The Right across the back lines Probably still remains a priority For Celtic Particularly the full back positions Yeah and it it seems strange That Greg Taylor Is suddenly the sort of Old man The veteran Of that
2: Celtic back four At the age of What is he 24 years of age Or what have you And only really been Established in that Celtic back line For a season or so Um, As you say Right across that back four A right back I think there'll be At least one Possibly two more centre halves Coming in as
1: well And surely by the end of this window There'll be a new goalkeeper in too oh, Well let's bring in Thomas Who's a Celtic fan On the line I think he's got a similar point to make Thomas take it away
7: Hi Gordon How you doing Parham? Yeah, thank you uh, my, my, my point's about Celtic, uh, Gordon and Mainly the board. In uh, um, my opinion I think the boards The boards a mockery eh, eh, Plus to Cogler it, it, th- For me I think the board Should, should back and the way it, it's, it's simple We need players I mean, we really need players, and again, it's come back to the old times. The board no no, no want to do this, I don't want to do that. But, but you know what I mean? It, it's a it's a pivotal season for us. It really is, not I just I just feel the boards the boards just make a make a fully a filly empty, to be honest. We need a goalkeeper. Barca's is, is rubbish. <laughs> That's the only word <laughs> I can I can describe
1: Is See on that though, right? Whether you agree that Celtic need a new goalkeeper or not Do you think Ange Postacoglu wants a new goalkeeper?
3: Yes You do? No, without a shadow, of doubt. Just just making sure Uh, Because uh,
1: otherwise, you know, the the accusation that it's the board's fault You know, if Ange Postacoglu's happy with what he's got Then in in the goalkeeping department it's not their fault Do you see what what I'm I'm getting at?
3: Yeah, of course Uh, I'd be uh, really surprised if he's not sat down and looked at that over the last month or whatever it was and thought I don't need a goalkeeper. I'm quite, um, you know, quite, I've got quite enough here, and I'm, I'm. I believe in these guys. Of course, he needs a goalkeeper. I am with Roger. I will be surprised if he doesn't bring in a goalkeeper. Now he needs, he, he needs a few players in Gordon. I know he's signed a few, but he needs mm-hmm. more players because not just for the fact that have a strong start in a living. You need backup. Sure. With with the amount of games that Celtic are going to play. You know, and you know they need backup in every position. That's what happened when Steven Gerrard walked into Rangers. He built the team and he built backup every single position, sometimes two, sometimes three, real quality players, and it gives you such a lift as a club. And I think that Celtic need this as well. And I, I me personally, I think a lot of Celtic supporters are not heard anybody come on and saying we've not, we don't need a goalkeeper. I, that would be my first priority. Mm, and, and, I'd start and, goalkeeper. And I would look at my back, men, agree with Roger, they'll need more centre-halves. I know Starfelt. and all these people have come in, but they need stronger depth in a squad. And Thomas and the Celtic fans will tell you that as well.
2: We're speaking that they need a player here, they need a player there, they need a player up there. The likelihood is they'll lose players as well before this window yep. goes. Odds and Edward potentially to Brighton. Olivier and Charm will probably find another club. Ryan Christie's only contracted until the month of January. So, as well as the ones they need. And now they might need ones to replace more outgoings.
3: Uh, I, I think they'll need to be really, really
2: busy in the do,
3: next do you know where? Do you know what I think his is most important signing should have been, Roger? Uh, he comes into Celtic Football Club. And I've said on this programme, I'm a John Kennedy fan. I don't know Strachan. I don't know anything about him. I've never met the guy. But what I've heard of John Kennedy, I've heard a lot of positive stuff. I know John, and I think he's a terrific coach. I think that manager should have brought in a sidekick right away and hit the ground running that was his man John Kennedy if he was got to keep him there that should have been his first important signing and I I think he's missed a trick with this I and I think Neil Lennon suffered as well because Neil Lennon we all know Neil Lennon wanted a sidekick in with him he wanted his number two there and he would have kept John Kennedy and striking there as part of it but as you're a manager getting into a new club You need the most important thing is you need somebody by your side, and and that would also you could have benefited
2: twice with that. Does you get your own guy in at your side? But also, if you think of John Kennedy's experience and his longevity there, he worked, he'd be in the meetings with Brendan Rogers and Lee Congert and all the recruitment meetings, and he knows all the guys who are out there. He'd be in with Neil Lennon and Nick Hammond and all those recruitment meetings. It's not a surprise Celtic need 10 or 12 players this summer John Kennedy is probably ideally placed To try early to source those players He could have been Celtic's recruitment chief And that day we mentioned 7th of March when Rangers won the league From that day to this, almost 5 months He could have been working away in the background Bringing in the players that Celtic now only have One month left to get
1: A month left, Thomas How are you feeling about that? Are you still hopeful that Maybe in a month's time In a few weeks time You'll be feeling a bit better About the situation Or is, or is the damage Going to be done by then what, what, What's Why Why so much fear Why so much Pessimism
4: Well oh, uh, It's
7: just uh, The board's just uh, it's, it's took us to, to the very last minute You know I, I don't As I say I don't think We need to I don't think we'll win a league issue. I really really don't Because We need players Was that, like, that not
1: Was that not always Going to be a huge ask though Thomas When you look at Where both sides In Glasgow were Come the end of last season I know, I know I know it's difficult For football fans Of the big two In Glasgow to swallow But was winning the league Not going to be An unbelievable ask anyway
8: Yeah
7: it probably was it Probably it was But I, I just feel that, that We need We need we definitely need players And as that, that said I think we need more, A lot A lot Maybe a lot more A lot b- more players mm. Alright
1: well I'll tell you what Thomas Let's bring in Your fellow Celtic fan Jerry, who's in Udingston Thank you Thomas It was nice to, to hear from you Jerry, What What's on your mind Having listened to Some of the opinions so far? I listened,
9: listened Over the summer um, I the speed of The Celtic fans at the time I, I, I really like Kanch Postacoglu. Um, I like how he speaks He certainly looks like a guy That, that won't be messed with um, I like the football He's trying to it is playing. It reminds me of the, the football that, that Tommy Burns played, um, and I enjoy watching good football. Similar to Thomas, I don't think Celtic so win the league this year either, um, and, and I'm okay with that. If I'm honest, I think that Neil Lennon um, is uh, the Celtic board have left Ange um a huge amount of work. It's disgraceful the state that they've left left them in. Um, I like looking signings. The, the the boy uh, she looks uh, lethal in front of goals. I quite like the, the early signs of Bar uh, as well. Uh, Starfelt seems like a, a, a you know a no nonsense centre half. There's years of complaint that Newell never gave you a chance. Uh, this guy wants to give you a chance. now complaining that he's playing young boys. Um, I think we'll get through tomorrow. I think we'll qualify. But this is a two or three year uh, thing I think post Covo is absolutely right uh, But give him a
1: chance He's kind of changed a manager every year Yeah well I mean Amongst other things He said today that Carol Starfeld will join up with the squad When they come back from Denmark He should be available For Saturday's Premiership opener At Tynecastle He's also pointing of course To self-isolation As that being one of the reasons That signings are taking so long uh, But for anyone who's in any doubt He's trying to put the message out there that he is fully in control of shaping the squad for the season ahead. No one else.
4: It's a massive challenge for sure. But, you know, that's, that's why I do what I do. I love that. You know, I don't, I don't think, um, I don't think there'd be any manager that sort of gets a, a you know, a nice, easy ride into a new, uh, into a new job, particularly when you know it's a period of transition. I kind of knew, I came into it my wide open. I knew this would be a massive challenge, particularly through this period. Um, knowing the amount of players we need to bring in and, and obviously me implementing my ideas and and the fact that the the important games come so early and, you know, all those kind of things. You know, I, did, I was well aware of them before I took on the assignment. So, you know, it's, it is, it um, is you know, you're flying by the seat of your pants for sure, but I, I love that, you know, I enjoy that. I mean, that's my challenge and... and I can't say that I'm working with Because I can influence things You know I still believe I can influence things And that's what I'm trying to do On a daily basis
1: Thank you to Jerry. It's 01419511025 What do you make All of The numbers coming out today Rangers fans 23,000 season ticket holders Getting into Ibrox For the game against Livingston At the weekend How do you feel about that George Edmondson Has moved on as well I know that's the less glamorous side Of the transfer window When you're moving Kind of fringe players around But what do you make of that? Pick up the phone 01419511025
0: 01419511025 This is Scottish Football's league Leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here awaiting your call Roger, as far as Rangers European or potential European opponents go You've got a bit of an update for us
2: Yeah, five minutes ago in Finland HGK Helsinki 2, Malmo 2 Which means Malmo are still ahead 4-3 on aggregate That would mean Rangers would take them on
1: In the next round of the Champions League qualifiers uh, So yeah, you can keep us up to speed if anything changes there A couple of things that will interest rangers fans or those connected with the club today george edmondson has moved to ipswich town on a four year deal and perhaps more significantly because this is where we're at and everyone's very much focused rightly so on how many fans we're going to get into grounds rangers announced this afternoon 23,000 season ticket holders for the game against livingston so you don't need to be a top mathematician to work out that's round about 50% it's just yeah. just under 50% um a good number, is that, is that? It's a good number, yeah I mean, listen A lot of season ticket holders will
2: be delighted to get in And if they're fortunate enough to come through the ballot One of the things that probably didn't get enough attention last season Everyone was wowed by how well Rangers played Sweeping teams aside Unbeaten right through the 38 game campaign 32 win 6 draws Loads and loads of goals 4 one week 5 the next 8 against Hamilton The, the victories against Celtic but the fans didn't get in to see it, Gordon mm. You know, the fans were watching it at home Or watching it on, on iPads, on, on TVs, whatever They never nicely get in to, to enjoy that long-awaited title win They'll be desperate to get back in this
1: season And watch their team in big numbers Yeah, if you've any thoughts on that, please do share them We'd love to hear from you And Gordon, I mentioned before the break You know, George Edmondson moving I get the way the transfer window mm. works Fans get excited primarily about... Big name signings coming in And maybe, just maybe If you're looking after the business side of things You might get excited about a a huge fee That comes in But there's also a a crucial part of A team's business model And that's to move the fringe players on when you can So you're not stuck with guys that aren't going to play And try and do a little bit of business Get a bit Mm -hmm. of a return there And make something back or whatever it may be It looks like that's the case George Edmondson clearly didn't get a lot of game time He had the whole Covid situation with Jordan Jones I think it was 17 appearances over three years
3: Yeah, it's good business for both concern, Gordon Obviously for the player going back down to England Ipswich are a very, very good club uh, a four-year deal And it looks like he'll be You know, starting next season Playing regular football And that's what every professional Wants to do At Rangers He was sort of uh, used sparingly um, Rangers are so strong In that department Then I just think That Stephen Gerrard And it is good business Another wage Off the wage bill That helps as well So I think it's worked out uh, Well for both parties
1: right, Let's bring in Scott Who's a Rangers fan From Shollins What have you got for us Tonight, Scott?
3: All right, guys, uh,
10: I was just uh, phoning to ask your opinion on the Morelos situation, obviously he's not returned yet for the pre-season, I think it's no secret now that he wants to um, move on um, and honestly I, I think Rangers are in a much better position now to cope with life after Morelos with our, with our various options up top, uh, I was just wondering what the guy's thoughts were
1: yeah, I mean Roger It came up last night There was a suggestion on Twitter That, that he is back I don't think Stephen Gerrard's Spoken Since then If that makes sense to, to either confirm that or not You clearly would expect him to be Either be back now Or Imminently yeah, um, But but those are separate points Because when Scott goes on to say It's no secret he wants to leave I think that probably is true Without it being anything sinister That's just That's just what players do He probably has reached that stage Where in his mind And you, you saw Stephen Gerrard Saying last week about um, I know where it's coming from. The stuff that's been written. Do you see him being a Rangers player for this season?
2: Um, no, I think would be you know my honest prediction. We're we touching HJK Helsinki there. When Rangers paid a million pounds for Alfredo Morelos from HJK Helsinki, I don't even think the the most optimistic Rangers fan could have seen how successful Morelos would would go on to be. But the flip side of that is eventually ambition. Drives Morelos to go to Not necessarily a bigger club But to a bigger league To go to A more glamorous league If you're a South American player You tend to be drawn by The Spanish league The Portuguese league Leagues like that No, no surprise at Porto Are the team Leading the chase To sign Alfredo Morelos But Scott makes a very good point We were sitting here Twelve months ago And it was talk of Morelos leaving Rangers would have been left with Probably Jermaine Defoe And Greg Stewart At that stage As striking options Now Rangers have Fashion Sakala Who looked good against the home Madrid on Sunday They've got Cedric Eaton They've got Kemar Roof Jermaine Defoe's still there as well And if it was a sizeable fee I you know Rangers talk of You know Between 15 and 20 million pounds For loss. If a fee of that kind Came in Then
1: Who's to say mm. Steven Gerrard wouldn't go out And get another striker as well We kind of Had all this discussion Last week uh, Last season though Scott Didn't we and, and as Roger says I know the situation was different With regards to Rangers back Um but people probably thought then Morelos would go And then he didn't And he came back and played a slightly different role but, but had a good season nevertheless Is it beyond the realms of possibility that happens again?
10: Well listen, I would absolutely love for Alfredo Este Because he's, he's a great player um, But I, my point was really just the fact that In pre- the last couple of seasons Especially last year We needed to win the league And we needed a player of his quality But Over the last season We've seen guys like Itton and Roof Come onto a game Itton's been great In pre-season Sakala It's just hit the ground running I think he's going to be Great Um, We're just a strong side Throughout I think we'll get goals For all over the pitch So if we can make You know 12, 15, 18 million Quid off Alfredo And he gets what he wants It's a a no-brainer for me
1: Did you see the game At the weekend Scott What have you made of Fashion Sakala so far? Yeah, I think he's, he's
10: maybe got a couple of wee things to, to tighten up with his game, but he's obviously came to Rangers knowing that he's going to work for first-class managers and coaches, and I thought he's got, he looks as if he's got the tools, he's got pace, he obviously fired one in,
9: and he just seems
10: to be really into the ethos at Rangers, so I'm really excited to see what he can bring Um so I and Just another another player before I go Is uh, Stephen Kelly I think he's been my standout of the, the pre-season So I, I'm hopeful he'll get some more game time this year Yeah, there's a bit of
1: hype around Stephen Kelly Amongst the Rangers fans Gordon had a good season with Ross County last year mm-hmm. Rangers fans seem to like what they've seen so far
3: Yeah, um, you always find one in pre-season Not shining Gordon And he seems to be this guy um, I'll be interested to see if he does get game time Because if you look at the Rangers squad It's a very powerful squad very good squad uh, competition for places Um, you know you go back to Morelos me personally unless the money was really money you can't refuse I would be doing everything in my power to keep him there Sakala looks like you know he could be a real real Good finding for it would, would, would
1: be much easier To let him go now though Compared to previous windows Would it not?
3: Um, because of the cover But I still look at If Rangers were playing Their biggest game of the season Tomorrow with all the players That you're talking about mm. you, Morales would still be Your number one uh, That's who I would play uh, I do like Sakala I, I thought and Okay we're not getting Carried away It's pre-season but the lad's just into the club He looked confident He had a lot about him Eaton's starting to settle in as well They have got good cover there But I just think We don't get rid of Morelis too quickly If I was a Rangers fan
1: Good man Scott Nice to speak to you Let's bring in Jason Just along the road in Clyde Bank How are you Jason? You well? Uh, i know by bad at all Good, good evening Good to have Hi, you along Jason. with us Jason What's your point?
11: Right my point is that Everybody's going on about How they are going to really build a team But how could you build a team For the foundations a manager that's got a, a year rolling contract If he's if he doesn't get it done by Christmas He's out the door But he's signing people for three and four years worth millions What if it all goes wrong with him in the space of a few months? How do the Celtic fans feel about A manager that's really no pff, He doesn't really know much about the game Here
1: Well I mean Roger Plenty of Celtic managers have built something on One year rolling contracts It's kind of the way Celtic do their business They've broken that mould a couple of times But but generally that, that's just what Celtic do
2: I, I, I never really read too much Into the length of managers contracts Because If you want it, rid of them You'll get rid of them It's dead simple If they don't win games They get sacked and paid off If they do win games They stay in the job that, And it doesn't matter Whether you've got a one year Rolling contract Or a five year deal
1: um, It's all results driven What was that Remember when... David Moyes To Man U? Was it not, was it not like Six-year a, it was a Six year deal six I thought it was eight I knew it was something outrageous Needless to say It didn't, it didn't stop him Getting, getting bumped
2: Yeah yeah, and, and that listen, that is how football works. So the fact that Ange Postecoglou has only got a twelve-month rolling contract, I I don't think we can read too much into that. If he wins games, he'll stay. If he loses games, he won't.
3: Yeah, I can't disagree. Uh, I I wouldn't get caught up about the length of the contract, Gordon. Um, I I don't think it would be fair that we get to Christmas and we're we're looking at sacking this guy. I think you've got to give him two, three windows. I think you've got to look at this season. And if Celtic supporters can sit at the end of the season and, and believe that they're going in the right direction under the manager, then I think he deserves all the backing. It's, as I keep saying, it's not his fault he's walked into a real difficult job. It's it's not a quick fix because you're right about COVID and everything and try to sign players and to try to get them into the team, try to work to the way he wants them to work. Mm. We're, too, we're too quick to judge We've got to give this guy an opportunity I know it's a pressure job I really do But I think there's a bit of time here for this guy Because I think a lot of Celtic supporters out there Know how the situation is And they're willing to give him the benefit of doubt And give them the support
1: Jason, as a Rangers fan Surely you would see the benefits of Keeping a manager Even if he's not winning things As long as there's some sort of sign of, of improvement That's what your team did And it paid off, did they not?
11: Of course, they're going to have a general, But he wasn't on a, a year's rolling contract The guy was signed in He brought players in He built a team up basically. Yeah,
1: but what about Roger's point though? Are we not reading too much into that? Celtic have given loads of high profile managers Over the last 20 years One year rolling contract
11: Celtic need to get a bit of stability in that club And only way he can do it is to a really good manager Because <laughs> nobody else can do it So they need another Brendan Rogers Because Brendan Rogers something like him needs to come back This guy's unknown, untested Nate knows what he's all about, but he's signing players for four years, and he could boot by Christmas. It's not the first time it's happened, you know. So
1: that's not different to any other manager, though, is it? And anyway, I, I'm going to go all out on a limb here, Jason. As a Rangers fan, it doesn't sound like you're too worried about this season. Is that fair?
11: I'm not too worried for the next five seasons, to be honest, because the, the foundations are set at Rangers. It's been built. It's been it's been built solidly for the very bottom tier, right up. And I, and and I do think that they've done it well, and they've done their business well. If their, their tra- their, all the transfers all done, Whereas Celtic are still fighting to get players in or out, I just think it's bad. And I think the managers the are guy for the job, but that's why he's only got a year to do it. And if he doesn't do it in a year,
2: it's bad, isn't
1: it? Did try to, to 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 tell Jason that Celtic give a lot of one-year rolling contracts to managers.
2: Yeah, no, but, no. Listen, one of the themes here's a prediction, but we'll give a proper predictions in Saturday. Oh, or... I can't wait. Here's a prediction One of the themes of this season Will be Celtic and their patience With Ange Postacoglu Now I'm sure at some stage Prior to last season We would Rangers fans in this show Not very many of them But some Who were less than enamoured At the progress that was being made Under Stephen right, Gerrard. Remember
1: the infamous Hamilton
2: Aki's night The, the yeah. night after that yeah. These phones were Now the Rangers board Held their nerve They saw the progress On the field And they were rewarded Last season When Rangers won the league By 25 points And stopped Celtic's 10 in a row and won their 55th title. So they got the reward for patience. And look at the squad they've got now because they stuck with the manager. It's going to be a big test, if Celtic don't start well this season, of the patience of the Celtic board and the patience of the Celtic support.
0: Pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk
1: slash football oh it's back for the new season beat the pundit you just never know what to expect in a new season is Roger Hanna still an anorak does he still know everything does he still start on minus one the answer is yes does undeniably it? Yes. does Gordon DL still think minus that, two. does Gordon DL still think that Dubai is in the United States of Arab yes all of the questions and more will be answered every night at seven o'clock for the rest of the season if you want to play Beat the Pundit tonight 0141 951 1025 call us now and call us quickly because the lines close at 7
0: 0141 951 1025 it's time to talk football it's Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Roger Hanna and Gordon are here at 01419511025 to get in touch with the guys. If you're just joining us, I've no idea where you've been, but you've missed Ange Postecoglou talking ahead of Celtic's game with Mitchell and tomorrow, talking Barkas and Starfeld and the squad... Ahead of the new season Rangers 23,000 fans Into Ibrox this Saturday How do you feel about that? And very soon After we play Beat the Pundit We're going to touch in With the good folks In Paisley To hear about St Mirren Becoming fan owned An exciting time there So St Mirren fans If you have any thoughts Now is the time (laughs) Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun.
0: For the best football news and opinion online. The ScottishSun.co.uk slash football.
1: Honestly, you know how you get excited about the start of a new season, the first fixture. This that's how I feel about Beat the Pundit this week. Last night was the first one. Mark Wilson, he got taken to a tie break, but he won. But I feel like every night there's gonna be something new. For me to look forward to I mean has Roger Hanna Still got his magic powers Has any of the The magic worn off mm. Have you upped your game Since last season What do you mean I, I finished third I had some you had some bumps along the way, though. Yeah,
3: about 50 games is you, to keep that standard. That I, I mean, had, it
1: was the season that you you uttered the yeah. answer, United States yeah, of America. Yeah, Arab, yeah, so was we'll it? Live, that's
3: not my proudest moment. We'll live long in the memory. Go, go, go. I'm slightly unsettled,
2: Gordon. Obviously, the listeners won't know when a different studio tonight. We are tonight. in a different studio. Yeah. I, I have been kind of not quite mm-hmm. losing my young and my younger in, and I've just noticed. Has somebody had you at slaters? He's long?
1: looking sharp No I he's think looked, he's looking sharp, sharp. I've upped my game No do you know what it is unbelievable. I, I, I think he's trying to look younger Because I noticed that He's got the sort of slim fit oh Sort right. of chinos on And oh white yeah, trainers no, He's gone yeah. Is that acceptable for a man of his age I think he looks alright To be Thank fair you, No no no, no, no I, don't I, think think he, I think he's looking well Yeah I've, up I've my game just, I've just, I've just Has somebody bought you then Because I noticed It was the first thing I noticed When I saw you earlier You do look different
3: No no These were the real
1: McCoy Right okay I've upped my game I'm, I'm with you I'm, I'm, you, I'm, I'm ready for a something new season. Someone's had him in the town Haven't they there is, There's something behind
3: <laughs> it Somebody's had me in uh, the town Yeah
1: Anyway enough about that Let's <laughs> bring in tonight's contestant Who's Graham in Bathgate How's it going Graham? How you doing guys? You'll want to play Gordon Out of these two surely That question won't change Season to season of course I do yeah, absolutely. Uh absolutely Roger did say that we're in a different studio And he's he's correct So much so That we've not f- I've not fully figured out the right buttons yet Give me a, give me a break I've been on my holidays So see tonight mm-hmm. Rather than giving you Clyde 2 Whoever is playing I'm just going to kick you out of the room For 30 seconds Then you can come back in That alright? Mm-hmm. Right heads it'll be Roger Hannah tails it'll be Gordon DL ah, Ask and you will receive It is tails Gordon DL get out of the room Go Do you know I guarantee you were doing that <coughs>
3: <laughs>
1: it was, was Tails though, it genuinely was. Producer was over my shoulder watching. Right, uh, so I'm going to give you 30 seconds, Graham. You're up against Gordon and you can pass. The same rules as last season. If you don't know, pass quickly and we'll move on, okay? Look it up. Right, good man, your 30 seconds is on the clock and it starts now. Paul Hartley is the manager of which team? Uh, quite How many Scottish sides has Louis Moult played for? Two. What nationality was former Celtic player Mark Crossas? Greek. Uh, Name any of the sides that Rangers beat in the Europa League group stages last season. Um, pass. Who scored the winning goal for Inverness in the 2015 Scottish Cup final? Pass. And which Greek side did Celtic sign Vasilis Barkas from? Um, okay. okay Uh, Let's bring Gordon Dale back. I didn't didn't think this through. Be honest. Did you disappear into a different studio in this building and then hear the questions that I was reading? No, I wouldn't do that. Absolutely no. You're raging you didn't think of that, didn't you? Uh, I yeah, yeah, and I left my phone as well. She? If you had just gone back into the office, this show's probably playing in the office and but, you could have heard it. You have the, the question. There's
2: not gonna be a more ridiculous statement than this show during the course of this season than you saying to him, Now be honest. I know, I know. <laughs> right, come
1: on. All right, sorry. I'm excited for a new season to kick off. Thirty seconds on the clock, Are you ready? Yeah. All right, let's go. Paul Hartley is the manager of which team? Cove. How many Scottish sides has Louis Moult played for? Uh, one. What nationality was former Celtic player Mark Crossas?
3: Uh, Polish.
1: This will be good. Name any of the sides Rangers <laughs> beat in the Europa League group stages. Oh, last pass, season. I don't know. Go. He <laughs> scored the winning goal for Inverness in the 2015 Scottish Cup final. Um. Ah, oh, I know that. Pass. <sighs> Which Greek side did Celtic sign Vasilis Barkas from? Uh, Panathinaikos. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that was not a good standard, Graham. It uh, wasn't a draper Graham, how do you think that went? I think I've maybe just edged it. I'm not sure. Right, we'll find. Ro- <laughs> Ro- <laughs> Ro- Johanna <laughs> doesn't agree. But don- no, I thought he
2: was Polish. <laughs> 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 uh,
3: Crossass
1: is, is a oh. very Polish-sounding name. To be fair,
3: what is he? I don't
1: know where he is. <laughs> He's Spanish. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: to be fair Right well we've done Except we
3: never been holiday <laughs> we'll,
1: <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go through Oh I've missed you I have missed you right. we'll, go, uh, we'll go through them One by one
0: <laughs> What are you laughing at
1: uh, Paul Hartley is the manager Of which team It's Cove Rangers So you did get it And you go one nil up no. How many Scottish sides has Louis Molt played for it's one? So I'm afraid, Graham. Although he's had a nightmare, he's oh, two nil up. Oh, see, I'll be happy if I win this. <laughs> because the thing is, right? <laughs> Tell me, get him getting Graham, Tell me get him
3: getting on. Tell Graham, Graham
1: thought Mark Crossas was Croatian, so he's he's nearly as bad, <sighs> okay, as, bad as you. Give him half. Um, name any of the sides Rangers beat in the I Europa can't... League group stages. Your bottle went at this point did, did. because of Crossas. So Benfica, Standard Benfica. Liège, or Lech Poznan. Uh, 2-0 Gordon Diel Who scored the winner For Inverness In the 2015 Scottish Cup final James Vincent James Vincent, Vincent. None of you got that right he, now
3: He's doing well isn't he This boy I'm Ga- playing Graham. Graham, yeah. Graham. you're having a blinder What was that wee bit You said earlier Oh I think I've just pipped it Do you know Need to <laughs> score a point To pip it
1: <laughs> <laughs> I must admit right I was worried for Graham At this stage Because he's he's got none He's got zero right And you've got two and I'm not like you guys. You, I love it. You're horrible. Basically, yeah. that, that's what I'm trying to say. I don't like it when the listeners come on and get zero. I feel I sorry do. for them. I'm, I'm generous, right? I don't like it. So I was delighted oh. to hear Graham say EAK Athens. It oh, was, so <laughs> it was not Panathinaikos. <laughs> <laughs> it was AEK Athens, which means Graham did get one on the board, but sadly Gordon Dale got two, and he gets his season off to a winning oh,
3: start. Oh, two! Not even a tiebreaker, a clean sweep. See you later,
1: Graham. Hard lines, Graham. I've, n- I've, never, I've never heard two one being described as a clean sweep before. <laughs> Coffee, be tea on you, guys. I'm just <laughs> first to manage to see
3: Panathinaikos. No. I know. I was the only club too, I could think of. Like too many time.
1: syllables for him usually. Right, Graham. Thanks a lot. Take care. Cheers See Graham. Graham. Thanks there for coming
3: go. I've got to say The minute I get to Countries I'm not really good I don't know how we get I noticed the world. that Yeah I noticed But it's still a victory Gordon It's pre-season Well it's not pre-season it starting a new season I've started with a good victory <laughs> <laughs> Can Graham come on And Thursday in case How would you How would you rate His performance there <laughs> It or
1: didn't or matter mate. Um, Yeah I think there's a wee bit More work to be
2: done Pre-season oh, dad, But listen Results Roger, so I got, stuff in business. Right,
3: I've been doing a lot of golf and stuff like that And I've been relaxing I was a bit concerned about tonight's um, game I really was I was out there panicking a little bit My white trainers have turned a different colour But I'm happy with the result
1: <laughs> Polish was one of the great <laughs> answers though, wasn't it? I like that you... He- He's won, uh, fair enough But he's gone in early On those memorable One of those answers That you won't forget For the rest of the yeah, season yeah, yeah. I, tell I can't, you what, I can't
2: see, wait to see Mark Crozas's Poland Take on Beavis Mugabe's Argentina see, Anytime
3: soon See if you ask me On Thursday night I still won't get Spanish I, I'd Crozas? Never, Crozas, no? no I wouldn't know if, No No, see, I'm sorry that?
1: I but, like Polish <laughs> I'm delighted with that Absolutely <laughs> delighted I must admit Oh dear Anyway, your chance To beat the pundit will be back <laughs> At the same time, tomorrow night, 01419511025. If you want to get in touch now, you can tweet as well at Clyde SSB. Has that qualifier finished that the Rangers fans will be interested in? I
2: will tell you in two seconds. Just trying to not I just lost it there course big game, Malmo won the first leg 2-1 last week This one has finished 2-2, 4-3 in aggregate to the
1: Swedes And Rangers will take on Malmo in the Champions League qualifier next week There we are, so Rangers fans you'll be looking forward to that one I am sure Celtic of course in European qualification against Michelin tomorrow night as well And um, Aberdeen and Hibs, great results for them last week you have to say Yeah,
3: um, certainties to go through obviously uh, comfortable wins, Gorn. Um been interesting to see. Aberdeen had a terrific uh, sorry, Hub's had a very good season last season, finishing third. Um Aberdeen, new manager, new squad, um ex Celtic captain, now the manager uh, the captain of Aberdeen. Be interesting to see how they do this mm. year.
1: Right, big day in Paisley. Uh, if you've got thoughts on any of the, the talking points we've discussed about Rangers or Celtic in Europe or signings or whatever it is, keep them coming. Loads of time. Um, St Mirren supporters have completed a five-year journey to become majority shareholders of the club So fan-owned, essentially, St Mirren fans, how do you feel about that? Um, The St Mirren Independent Supporters Association, SMISA as they're better known Uh, They've made the final payment to buy Gordon Scott's shareholding They now own 51% of the club Um, I'm sure you'll, I'd say most people would be delighted at that news if you're of a St Mirren Persuasion I'm delighted to say We're joined on the line uh, By John Needham Who's uh, A Smyza Appointed club director Uh, John Delighted to have you How big a day is this For you and the club And everyone involved
12: Well it's absolutely Huge for us So uh, firstly Thanks for having us on um, uh, This evening But uh, yeah I mean In our history There have been a lot Of uh, great days But today I think is One of the most Significant for our fans
1: Definitely Did you ever I'm sure it was a bumpy road, John, because these things all always are. Did you did you ever have your doubts? I'm sure you you were always hopeful this day would come. It's come a bit quicker perhaps than you expected at one point.
12: Yeah, I mean uh, we've actually half the time. So initially it was uh, the plan was ten years, um, but because of two key things, one uh, we got more people contributing from the start than we you know we budgeted for, um, and they they stuck with that, and then also uh, Kibble our partners came in uh, just over a year ago and they they bought a chunk of shares as well and they are working in partnership with us. So that meant that we could buy Gordon out and, and get the majority share uh, that wee bit quicker. Um, so that's, you know, it's been a fantastic uh, time. But yeah, I mean, there's always worries along the way, you know, when things like COVID kicked in, we had no idea what would that do to people's incomes and their ability to stick with it. But you know, the, the fans have shown remarkable resilience and uh, loyalty um, and kept their payments up. We've, we've lost very few members. In fact, we've, every time we do something like this, uh, we usually pick up a few members. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's been very, very well supported.
1: We're getting a little bit more used to the idea of fan ownership now. It's obviously very big in parts of, of Europe and with teams like Motherwell in and, and Scotland, we're getting a bit more familiar. But for those who still maybe don't quite know, how exactly does this all work and, and what does it mean for the running of the club going forward?
12: Yeah, well, there are various different models. Ours, ours is a wee bit unique in the sense that um, we have this partnership with Kibble um, and you know, it's, it's, it's a sort of mutually beneficial partnership, but essentially how it works is that the fans put up the money, they buy 50 plus percent of the shares, uh, sometimes up to 100%. Um, and effectively then that gives them control within the boardroom. Um, Different clubs run in different ways, but our our model is that we are going to be fan-owned, but not fan-run. So uh, the ownership in the boardroom will stick uh, to strategy-making, look for opportunities how to progress the club, Um, but we won't get directly involved in the running of the club. Uh, We leave that to Tony Fitzpatrick, our chief exec, and, and his team, uh, to do all the day-to-day running So we don't meddle in that stuff uh, We focus our time looking at how we can Basically increase income uh, And and become more attractive uh, uh, as, a, as a club on the park You know, by investing in players, etc, cetera, etc cetera.
2: John, it's Roger Hannah here it, It's a great Hi. time to be a St Marinfa, Not just today's news But you're in that lovely stadium League position was as high Last season as it's been For 30 years You were at two Cups Semi-finals last season You've got A very promising young manager In Jim Goodwin You've got some Players that other clubs Are coveting at the minute In Conor McCarthy Jamie McGrath Possibly others uh, How Can the supporters? Help the club take that next step because you you mentioned Tony Fitzpatrick's name there. Tony never hides his ambition. He's talked about St. Mirren being top four or top six. He's talked about St. Mirren qualifying for Europe again for the first time in the eighties since the eighties. How do the fans help the club move forward again?
12: Well, that's that's effectively well they've, they've helped hugely so far, but um, that's effectively in the next stage. You know, their support last year allowed us. To invest in the first team squad, and we saw the the difference that made. You know, with better quality on the park, um, and we made progress. To as you as you've outlined, um, the next stage is for the fans to stick with us and and allow us to continue to augment the club's income, um, and allow us to you know make longer term plans uh, around this, both the stadium and on the field, um, because we went through a period of having a lot of guys on one year contracts and that it's a huge turnover of a year and it's very difficult for the manager then to make progress so we've we've gone more for a strategy now of signing guys on couple year contracts um, which allows uh, a greater degree of stability and it allows Jim to establish a pattern of playing, I think we saw that last year we were Uh, very difficult to beat and um, had we been able to score a few more goals I I firmly believe we might have um, won Silverware last year so we want to go that one step further and that that is exactly what we want to do is to use the money that the guys keep paying into Smizer uh, to invest in the club and allow both our academy to be invested in But also um, on, the, on the first team side of things as well
1: Just finally John Before we let you go Purely from a, a football perspective In terms of on the pitch How much are you looking forward to this season? It's been an interesting summer When you look at the, the comings and goings Because guys who played a lot of football For the first team in recent seasons Like Dylan Connolly, Jake Doyle Hayes Ilkay Durmus, Jonathan Obika, etc have, have gone um, but all the guys that have come in are real familiar names to us as Premiership football fans, like Charles Dunn and Curtis Main, Greg Kelty, Alan Power, Scott Tanzer and so on. How much confidence do you have in, in this squad going forward?
12: Well, yeah, football's a fickle thing, and you can never be certain. But I, I'm really excited about the new season. I think I think we've we've recruited well. We've recruited guys with experience, as you've as you've outlined, um, and with hopefully a bit more attacking flair than we had last year as well. So, you know, if we can start to find the net, um, who knows? You know, there weren't many games last year where we were second best uh, in any area, apart from maybe putting the ball in the net. Um, And, you know, we beat Rangers, we beat Celtic. uh, And as you said earlier, we got to two semis. So, you know, our plan is hopefully that if the guys can get the ball in the net, we will be in the top six and and uh, hopefully pushing for a place in Europe. St Johnson have shown us what's possible, uh, Livingston as well. So, you know, we're not we're not that far behind then. I don't believe and there certainly weren't last year. So we we are very confident that we can we can have a good, if not better, season uh, this year.
1: Uh, That was John from Smyza, An appointed club director On the day that St Mirren um, Completed a five year journey To the fans to become Majority shareholders of the club So exciting times For everyone involved John thank you for joining us Thanks for having me on Thank you Good man that was John We wish them all well It's going to be an exciting season Down Paisley Way We're going to speak to Michael Who's a Hearts fan in Selkirk And I've got a nice question for you Coming up next
0: you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One
1: Super Scoreboard. We're going to speak to Michael, who's in Selkirk. He's been hanging on for ages. My apologies in advance. I do need to quickly give you this full time teaser. Oh, and please remember, we do it on, we do it on my terms. That's, I don't hold on for you. What's the problem? Oh, i sure I was getting prepared Oh, you didn't think your mic was on when you said hold on there, yeah, did you? right He yeah, right, nice. okay. uh, was just adjusting the new bell Fulltime <laughs> at Clyde1.com Please keep your questions coming in That's the beauty of the full-time teaser As you come up with the questions, you send it in And pretty much we sit back and watch the, the pundits scramble To come up with the yeah. answers um, towards the end of every show This one's a bit of a joint effort, right? It was kind of inspired by Martin Burns But he, he he's not all to blame So it's a bit of a hybrid effort, right? But anyway, nine players... Who played for Celtic or Rangers last season But did not surpass two appearances So they did play uh-huh. But they didn't play more than twice For Celtic or Rangers last season Last season, like Was Ball and Golly one? Yes I think he played once eh, Karimoko Dembele? No, he got more than that Really? Mm-hmm. Towards the end I think, did- wasn't it? <sighs>
3: I was going to say Mikey Johnson But he played
1: more than that wasn't he? Yeah he's not on the list And oh, we'll leave it there We've got plenty of time So we're looking for oh, nine oh. players Who played for Celtic or Rangers last season But did not surpass two appearances Let's see how you get on Right he's been waiting for ages I, I do apologise Michael take it away
8: uh, Good evening lads Hope you're all well Hope you've had a nice summer And here's to another good season Hope for it. Absolutely
1: bring it on What's on your mind tonight?
8: Uh, what is is obviously It's about the Attendancies that's been given to all the teams It just doesn't make sense eh? Obviously the whole of Scotland's in level zero So obviously the whole of Scotland's exactly the same Yet yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the Hearts celtic uh, game for this coming Saturday I've got a ticket so I'm fine But uh, four, just over 4,500 have been given mm-hmm. for Tynecastle Um I'm looking at Dundee today, saying that um, every single season ticket holder that they've got will get a ticket for their game. Motherwell have given 2,000 tickets to Hibs for away fans, mm-hmm. and obviously that's and, and obviously for the rain fans as well. It just it, obviously Hibs had more than four and a half thousand at Easter Road last week for their European game. It just it, it just doesn't make sense. There's just no consistency in it whatsoever at all. Like
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're right. If you're looking at it on face value, Roger, those numbers are all over the place. Rangers, we we told you tonight, twenty three thousand. So that's around about fifty percent, maybe just a bit under. Motherwell, six and a half thousand. That's home and away fans. So that's nearly fifty percent for Park Hearts, though. Home fans only, I think, unless I've misread that. And it's four thousand three hundred. So that I think that's under twenty five percent. For Hearts In terms of Castle's capacity Aberdeen Are at 6,300 Now Hearts have moved To try and clear this up tonight I do have a statement um, And They've tried to It says We're going to try and clarify The rationale Behind the City of Edinburgh Council's decision So that's per, that's Perhaps your first clue As to yeah, why these things Are different um, They talk about Submitting For the fixture Against Inverness um, a physical distance capacity application. Um, they wanted to welcome nine thousand nine hundred. We were told that based on a one meter distance per each person within the stadium, the maximum would be allowed would be six thousand. Um, we required to have two empty seats between each person. Uh, for the first game at Tyne Castle following this advice, we were allowed fifty percent of the physical distance capacity. Uh, so for last Sunday's game, they permitted three thousand. Because on, and on I don't want to throw too many numbers out there and confuse things. Um, but for the second game. They were allowed 75% of that physical distance capacity and therefore the number permitted for Saturday, 4,500. They then talk about it going up to 6,000 um, for the, the Aberdeen game on August the 21st. Again, the key line, the decision ultimately rests with the City of Edinburgh Council. We continue to work constructively with them. We understand the frustrations and so on. So it really does seem that... There's a disparity in the, the approaches really By the different local authorities By the different yeah, councils and, and this is what
2: frustrates people You know, Michael's fortunate he's got a ticket for the game um, It seems grossly unfair on other people Who may have been able to watch the game live At Tynecastle on Saturday night um, How on earth can the City of Edinburgh Council Have different rules than Glasgow City Council Than Dundee City Council Other councils around, around the nation You know, what frustrates people is British Grand Prix a couple of weekends ago 140,000 people at Silverstone The Euros final a couple of weeks ago 60-odd mm.
1: thousand at Wembley Um, Michael To be f- fair, I, I think on those you, You're in danger of comparing apples and oranges But yeah. when we've got teams within the same league Then that's where it Absolutely. becomes glaring I'm for I just
2: people. about to say The figures you used show the inc- inconsistency And also, the, the rules in society nowadays, Gordon, you know, Michael could go... Into a pub, into a restaurant, into a shop, into a you know, shopping mall, a supermarket before the game on Saturday, after the game on Saturday. There's not none of the same physical distancing rules are operational in there. So why do they need to be operational at Tynecastle? And why is Tynecastle um losing out compared to the likes of Ibrox or Dens Park or Fur Park or Petodge this weekend? It does seem mm. unfair on hearts
1: and their supporters. It goes without saying, Michael. I can detect a real frustration from your fellow Hearts fans on this one.
8: Yeah, obviously there is. I obviously go on to like the Hearts uh, forum and what have you. There's loads we'll I mean, of different houses. a they've got two clubs in the city, Hibs and Hearts, and they give Hibs six four thousand for a European game last week. And now they're given Hearts four four and a half thousand for the first league game of the season. It just it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's a f- and again Roger, I may be in danger of speculating here, which try and stay away from. But if Edinburgh City Council are operating this one meter distance, it might just be something to do with the configuration of the stadium Easter Road compared to Tyne Castle. And know it's easy to to look at the. The top line if you like The number yeah. and say oh, hold on they, They've got more It might just be something To do with that I assume <laughs> And this is where I'll get really confused If it's not the case I assume Edinburgh City Council Have at least used The same guidelines But albeit come up With a different <coughs> number For for Hibs and Hearts. Yeah you would ha- You would have to believe so But you know
2: It's no wonder Michael is frustrated about it Because It does seem ridiculous That The first game Super scoreboard Will cover On the show on Saturday Ibrox Rangers against Livingston 23,000 Just shy of 50% Of capacity And then later at night Alison Conroy's At Tyne Castle For Hearts against Celtic 4,000 Which I believe is between 20 and 25% yeah. Of capacity It does seem unfair
1: uh, Gordon I mean it, On one hand You know you feel excited It's going to be great Even this, the, the number Couple of thousand At Fir Park at the weekend You were there I was mm-hmm. there it was great. I mean, you've just missed it so much. You've taken it for granted. That I had a joke with the guys last night in the show. There was genuinely someone was booing um, on twenty minutes because it was still nil nil, and Mother passed the ball backwards. That was and they, me. they weren't even kidding on that. It was it was genuine. So you were still there after twenty minutes. Uh, yeah. People I wasn't are, happy. People are just desperate to go back and support team. I know. I, team.
3: Look, I can understand what Michael's saying, and he's got all the argument there to back it up Gordon But the most important thing is we're getting people back slowly but surely, and. Oh, that's no that's no consolation if you're I'm, a hearts fan I, I, tight, I, I, is I it? I totally understand that. Yeah, but um what do you do? It's uh, Roger said it all there about he believes it's not fair as well. I think I think look, Michael's got a lot of backers here, a lot of supporters. Um but um unfortunately it's not going to be the case where we can get more into Tynecastle. Um don't know why. I'm with Roger on this one. But I just, I'm like you, Gordon. Just to be back there, and Michael's one of the lucky ones on Saturday, and he'll, he'll realise how lucky he is when you're sitting there supporting your team, watching your team play.
1: Um, Michael, what about on the pitch? How much are you looking forward to the game on Saturday?
3: Hi. Uh, right, well, I'm looking
8: forward to. It. In the respect that obviously Celtic are in the, the same situation as ourselves Because we need to, to recruit quite a few uh, recruit quite a few players as well to be honest with you um, And obviously Celtic are the same eh? It might be a good time to catch Celtic But you never know because uh, Just Celtic being Celtic They can click at any given time And gee I do and eh, So we'll just need to wait and see But eh, I'm looking forward to it But Gordon's saying there about have been lucky Aye, I'm lucky I've got a ticket But I've got one with my two kids haven't they? Yeah. So uh, I play for three yeah. And obviously
1: I've got one eh? Yeah I mean especially You know c- compared to last season Where we had no one for, for any games Roger But that's just one of the standout fixtures It would have been brilliant on the opening night Of the, the Premiership to have Maybe not full and not rocking Tynecastle the way we're used to But it would be nice to have a bit more Yeah Hearts back in the top flight um, Against the Celtic side who
2: of course beat them In, in the 2020 Cup Final In, in December there last year um, live on the telly 8 o'clock on a Saturday night is it, it the perfect mix really and it would have been great if Tyne Castle was, was rocking absolutely jam packed unfortunately also, that's not the case. also the
3: players uh, Roger and the boys will tell you Mark and Alec and Fraser and all these boys that are on this programme it's played at Tyne Castle when it's been full there's hardly a better place to be and and, and it's it's unfortunate for the players. Unfortunate for Michael there at his kids because you want to go as a family, you want to encourage, that's what you're that's what it's all about, supporting your team. But um unfortunately it's not going to happen. Was it was it other thought when Fraser played for the Uh oh sorry, sorry, I d oh. I, I didn't mean Fraser.
1: Uh, Andy will pro- presumably be playing this weekend and yeah. uh, be involved. Yeah, he, was, yeah. he was in last night very much looking forward to it. Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five, thank you. Uh, To Michael Who is a Hearts fan From Selkirk on Twitter What have we got here Uh, There was one There was a tweet about this And I just lost it For goodness sake You can phone as well of course We would love to speak to you On the phones But if you want to tweet You can do that over there At Clyde SSB Uh, Let's just go back to the phones While I catch up on Where that tweet was I was looking for Brendan is a Celtic fan What's on your mind Tonight Brendan Hi good evening guys How are you all doing Good thank you
13: it's um, in response to this. I think it was the second call that was on tonight. Paul, the Celtic fan, came on and basically slaughtered and call Look, I find it really, really hard to, as a fan of a club for somebody to come on and do what he done. You know, he, he, he calls the guy a puppet and all that sort of stuff. Utter, utter nonsense. But my reckoning, I think there's six federations in the world. He's won the cup for one of those federations. You know, so so to, to to compare him to have done nothing as a manager, that's you know, the six federations, he's won he's won the cup for that federation, you know, which to me is a, a good a good sign. I like what the guy said, the guys have already sort of come back and said that. Um I think the caller, I think if I remember right he said he was thirty seven. So if I go back over the last twenty years, he said to have won thirty-five out of sixty domestic trophies. So that guy's been fed, he's been spoon fed, staked the whole time. Celtic fans Rangers fans Any fans of clubs You know You're a fan of a club Good time, bad time No just not just in the good times You know So Paul Have a yourself Paul You know so
3: Can't, yeah. can't disagree with him Gone. I thought that Everybody Yes You've all got your opinions I thought the lad Was a bit unfair um, I think we've got to give um, this manager time I think we've got to be right, patient but,
1: but We're always told you don't get time in Glasgow So how are they going to no, work? Because, that that, sounds, like, that sounds like those two ideas are very much I think it's a different situation
3: And and I think he will be given time And I think a lot of Celtic fans out there Will give him time Of course If he gets off to a bad start There'll be some fans that gives him A bit of um, You know stick bit of criticism Of course that comes with the territory But I just believe that Because of what's happened to Celtic Over the, the last month's And Roger was saying there about, you know, you can go back to March. You brought a guy in, he's not a miracle worker. He does need time. Um, And I think Celtic fans, the majority of them, appreciate that. The good thing is, if he can come in here, stamp his own way of playing and bring his own players in, and, and Celtic fans start to see it progressing I think that will be enough to carry him and I do hope that he gets all the support and all the backing but to judge him because somebody says well he's not won anything he was so many down the line choice I think I don't think that's right I think Celtic have decided this is a manager give them the backing he needs and then at the end of the day if he's successful, great if he's not
1: then we all know what happens to managers What will satisfy you this season then Brendan? What's the bare minimum?
13: Um I think I'm, I'm confident that Celtic can go and win the league. I'm co- I'm confident in that. You know, as I say, as as I say to folk, you know, in this country, two teams have only won the league. So if one if, if you call it a two horse race and one horse falls, the other horse is just going to walk to the league. You know, and that's what happened last year. It was all a lot of it was what we doing. A lot of it was definitely what we doing from internally, Players signings a lot. You know, but my 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 marker a good manager as somebody who would go and win cups. Now Stephen Gerrard's not won a cup. You know, so so if, if Rangers had won a treble last year, I might be a bit more worried. You know, so but listen, they've done well. Good luck uh, to them. You uh, know, yeah. but I'm I'm not if, I'm happy with the sign that's been made. I'm happy with the with the potential that's coming in. I like the sound of this um Tara, the the the, the 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 Japanese boy from Man City who's a a wee rumour that's 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 progressed a wee bit further. I think it would
3: be a good signing as a compatriot for for Fudahashi and I think that the fact that the guy's played in Northern Europe is a good a good mark. mark uh, Brendan, a I agreed I agreed with you in your first part I'm going to disagree with you in the second part. A sign of a good manager isn't someone that may, wins a cup. sign of a good manager is someone that wins a league over the course and distance of the season. Um, yeah, I think that Stephen Gerrard and everybody at Rangers would like uh, a, a trophy, a Scottish Cup or a League Cup on his CV. Of course they would. All managers want to win trophies but... I disagree with that statement. I think the sign of a good manager is doing it consistently and I think the season that Rangers had last year was absolutely terrific. It's going to take
1: a heck of a swing Roger because the points gap tells you that from last season. Um it is transitional for Celtic and it's it's not for Rangers. That that's just that's just the way it is that that happens in football sometimes. Rangers as things stand have lost no one from the first team and have have added Um, That may well change between now and and the end of the window, Um, but I I don't think that's you know controversial. It's not about praising Rangers or or criticising Celtic. Celtic are just in a place where they've got a lot going on, and and Rangers don't. Yeah, listen, we've spoken about it in the show many a time before. Football is cyclical,
2: and Rangers broke the cycle of of Celtic success at the tail end of last season when they won the league. Rangers are overwhelming favourites to successfully defend the title. Celtic have an awful lot of work to do. and if the 25 point gap to close That's going to take Quite a mighty swing
1: Okay thank you very much to Brendan 01419511025 How are you getting on this question It's 9 players who played mm. for Celtic a, or Rangers games? Uh, no not In, necessarily So they did play for Celtic or Rangers last season But they did not surpass 2 appearances It's a hasty one So they basically played once or twice Hasty? No.
2: no What about John Stuart, Edmondson?
1: Yes, George Edmondson, who's yeah. now moved on, of course. And he scored an own goal in the game. Stuart? Nope. What about
2: young Adam Montgomery? Yes. Mm. And I'm just trying to think of youngsters that played at the end
1: of the season. Did Leon King get on for Rangers? Twice. So well done, yeah. Oh, good shoot, Roger. Okay, keep going. you've got four down, five to go. We'll try and get them next.
0: 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's lead leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here on the home straight Of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard You can phone us, you can tweet us You can turn up at the door We'd probably prefer if you didn't I think it must, it must be said um, Chris McNulty's on about the fans and the, the various numbers He says we're allowed 1500 home fans in on Saturday I think he's a Morton fan uh, I think that figure came from Inverclyde Council No away fans Which is strange As some teams are allowing away fans in And uh, that was in response to David Healy Who's a St Mirren fan And says just over 1, in a thousand In an 8,000 capacity at St Mirren Can you try and get a statement please? Because the fans can't seem to get one And Benidorm Selt Just on the topic from just before the break About you know the swing And, and what has to happen this season Benidorm sell says It's not that big a swing Martin O'Neill did a 21 point gap In 2000, 2001 And won a treble Yep
2: Can I just ask One of those last tweets How can this and fans
1: Not get a statement St Mirren fans own the place <laughs> Very good I was waiting on that um, What about Benidorm's point About the 21 points Martin O'Neill Are these yes, situations it, it, Remotely comparable
2: No because Martin O'Neill Spends 6 million in Sutton 6 million in Lennon 6 million in Hanson, 4 million in Thompson And various others
1: I wonder it's how country. they
3: beat, beat me at Hamden that semi final day.
2: Is that all it was? They had a bigger
3: budget. Oh, Thompson goal, wasn't it? Yeah. Larson, yeah. Did Larson score too? Larson scored one, yeah. They were lucky that day or two. We had them on the ropes You did We'd have spent An hour 20 I grand there. I
2: remember it Honestly they did have you know, I don't remember A single Celtic player Standing in the ball And saluting
3: No exactly All right, move on
1: <laughs> you know, Every time that that clip Surfaces on Twitter Whether it's <laughs> the anniversary Or whatever Somebody sends me Every single <laughs> time uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> It happened when That's I was That That's me sending you <laughs> oh, been, Are you
3: joking You I, run away from it I appreciate it so much Have you still got Barry Ferry shirt? No, god That was horrendous That day
1: Uh, Anything else doing the rounds today Roger I know it's not the exciting Transfer business That people are looking for But I know What what are you laughing at You're laughing and pointing at What are you doing with her belt Will you leave it
3: alone I'm losing
1: weight during the show I'm He's sweating Um, (laughs) Hibs have got a new Chief Executive I know that's not that exciting For people who want Big money signings But you know These things are very important Well they are Because if, if you look at Some of the success Hibs
2: had in recent years a lot of it was laid at the door Of Leanne Dempster Who Hibbs took from Your beloved Motherwell Back in the day um, She did a very good job And you find that Increasingly in football Chief executives are Almost treated like players And managers In terms of the responsibility And uh, the credit And also the blame That they take um, If you look at the way you know The likes of Peter Lawwell, Dominic Mackay Have been mentioned in this show In the last 12 months So The new Hibs Chief Exec Will need to Show backing For Jack Ross Who's of course Just signed his own New contract extension Through to 2024 And the Hibs are in a good place But They'll need to be careful Because the likes of Josh Doyle Ryan Porteous Kevin Nisbet Martin Boyle They're all getting glances From
1: elsewhere It's a bit late For another quiz question The capacity of Rugby Park Remind me Capacity will become quite large. I think it's about eighteen yeah. thousand. Yeah, because uh, you're gonna start losing track of all these numbers. But Kelly have confirmed that following an application made to East Ayrshire Council, they're getting three thousand six hundred season ticket holders in for Monday's Championship opener against Air United. Terrific game course. live um, in the television will um, be great. But again, three thousand is not a great deal no, compared no, to some I, of the others. Um, but again, it basically says you know how is this reached? Well, it was an application to the council. And um, following discussions That was the maximum That the local authority would, would grant So, It's a sin
3: I was involved in a few of the games They are terrific Good record
1: is. in that fixture
3: Yeah Won most of them Never lost a goal um, Is
1: that true though Because I can't be bothered well, Looking Roger, it up, Roger and someone's, up to someone's undoubtedly Going to tweet me in two minutes 3-0, 2-0 and 1-0 Is
3: that
2: is that accurate? I, I, I think he's probably correct I remember the 3-0 game Andy Walker dinked a penalty
3: Over Gordon yeah, Marshall that's to to one, isn't
2: it Previous year Coleman, that were cup holders, came to yep. Somerset Park. Yep. I think Jim, nil. Jim Dick Jim, and Ian Jim, Ferguson. Yeah,
3: 2 0. Yeah, and 1 0 at, at Rugby Park. And
1: the League Cup game. Robert
3: it, Connor? And I, I, Yeah, and I am standing in here talking to you. Good derbies this season,
1: though, because in the top flight, we've got Dundee Edinburgh, And of course, the one on our doorstep as well. Yeah. Into the championship, we'll got the Ayrshire Derby, so yep. there's a lot. Waith and Firmland, the one Daz yeah, used to enjoy to like. as
2: well in the championship.
1: Uh, quickly on the teaser, nine players who played for Celtic or Rangers last season but did not surpass two appearances. So, guys like George Edmondson, Leon King, Volleyball and Golly, Adam Montgomery, Ralston, Anthony, yes, yes, Celtic. What about you and Henderson? He got three, I think. So he's <sighs> oh, Scott Robertson, nope. How
2: many did Jordan Jones play for Rangers? No, he's not on it. Not on it. And towards the end of the season, Jack Simpson. No, more than that Oh I'm trying to think of appearances
1: Glenn Middleton Yes Well done Okay, three to go We'll leave it there Let's bring in Frank On the line Hi Frank
2: Hi guys. Hey uh, guys Hi Frank um, Hi back.
14: First call of the season no out of my feelings. Um Just following on from my last call I, I don't know I've missed the early part of the show I was working So I'm driving over from work and I can't believe Although I have seen it in forums There's fans already Doubting post the coglowe and his credentials. To me, that's just absolutely utter nonsense. Um, I think you're not a fan if you're calling out a manager already. Um, you seriously need to look at yourself if you're doing that. Give the guy a chance and back him. Um, I think most fans like myself last Tuesday night, I wasn't expecting what well, I seen from the team because everything was doom and gloom. Big Sutton saying, no, it's going to be a miracle, Celtic qualify, etc. So I was pleasantly surprised like a lot of fans that were at the game, how well they actually played and outplayed Mousselan, take away a shoot beat on error and a goalkeeping clangor. Celtic would have got the victory they deserved. And then, I don't know if Roger or yourself seen the game, but the first 25 minutes on Saturday against West Ham, it was a decent West Ham team, Celtic played really, really good football. Middle to front, they were electric. Had West Ham all over the players, Said had a bit of a chance. And then the game kind of comes as it can. Young Murray had a bit of an error. He was skinned by Big Antonio. is positioning is dubious as it comes. And the team kind of capitulated from there. But it was a friendly. But for the first 25 minutes, it was good. Apart in three-four football, as I've seen the Celtic team for, God, well over a year. And I was genuinely totally excited. The new lad, Abada, looks brilliant, which is one of Angie's signings. He's got two sitting there waiting to come in. So my, my basic point is to the fans, just get the elastic guys there. So, I and we were a calamitous team last season. I was saying to the producer, I compare what Ange Postecoglou's got in front of him almost similar. I wanted to get your views. What Gerard had when he came in at Rangers? The challenge is astronomical. He has lost a squad. We were 25 points behind Rangers, per samples of a team. And I just think everybody needs to get behind the guy and give him a bloody chance because. Um, it frustrates me I just can't believe Anybody's calling him out I know
1: it. It's pathetic Roger what do you make Of that comparison In terms of the strength Of squads Inherited well, And the, the size of challenges
2: If you go back To the day That Stephen Gennard Came into the Rangers The Rangers had, had a dreadful season They had three different men Kashina, Murthy And Jimmy Nickel In charge of the team During the course of the season They finished off With that comical 5-0 draw Against Hibbs At Easter Road They were a mile Behind Celtic And Stephen Gerrard came in And the board gave him patience They gave him finance They gave him the time to rebuild the squad And the reward at the end of the last season Was the league championship A 25 point gap on Celtic And a squad that Not only was it strong and deep But it's been bolstered again Over the summer months With the likes of John Lundstrom Who was playing in the English Premier League last season Fashion Sakala Who scored against Real Madrid at the weekend So that shows you That you can't build a team overnight Mm. Angie Postacoglu won't be able to build a team overnight You'll be doing well to keep pace with Rangers this season And Celtic supporters will probably need to listen to Frank And for periods of the season They will need to grit their teeth and be patient I think
1: What do you think Gordon of of the size of the challenge I'm actually looking at the team that that Stephen Gerrard inherited That last game against Hibbs as Roger says Of the 18 that day one is still there, still featuring James Tavernier The only one out of the eighteen. Celtic, I think Frank said I can't remember the word, it was something along the lines of Shambolic last season. You know, but Callum McGregor's still there, David Turnbull still there at the Forest. moment at the moment, Ryan Christie. Um I mean, is that enough or do the the, the glaring holes in the team at the moment, is is that where the concern comes from, where, where, where are you th- feeling about it? I
3: think it would be concerning, Gordon, but I totally agree with Frank. I've said it since day one. I don't care what choice this guy was, you've got to be patient because it's a massive job. It's a, a big turnaround in players. We wouldn't have been sitting here t- thinking that tomorrow night you look at Barkas, Ralston, Welsh, Murray and Taylor's, your back five, getting mm-hmm. into a very important game. So it shows you the turnaround that's needed. And I'm sure Poster Coglu, No disrespect to these young players He wouldn't have wanted this situation But he knew the job he was going into And I think The Celtic fans Have got to be
1: patient Just quickly Frank Before we go Despite all the negativity After the weekend And so on How do you see tomorrow going? Give us a prediction
12: um, I think we'll win
14: it 2-1 um, I think there's enough Middle to front. front um, And I just hope they do it Because we played Mitchell and Off the Park At times um, I just hope Eddie Maybe his last game I um, don't know if he's a picked up match I missed the Looks like Brighton have offered A phenomenal deal If that's the case And Celtic could get 22 million Which for the guys at a contract um, is a stunning deal So if he goes out And gets us through to the next round Well done But I don't fancy us Against PS, <laughs> PSV you
1: know that, I suppose One step at a time Thank you to Frank 01419511025 Jot it down Give us a call tomorrow Because I don't think We're going to have time We will round off by this question Like I said earlier It was kind of inspired By Martin Burns But we're looking for Your questions into full time At Clyde1.com Nine players who played For Celtic or Rangers Last season But did not surpass Two appearances So like Glenn Middleton George Edmondson Leon King Bolly Ball and Golly Adam Montgomery Anthony Ralston Any more?
3: They got in Roger The goalkeeper in there Gord? No No I always go with the goalkeepers What about Bio? No Oh
2: Jack Henry? Nope did Encham play any more than two? No. Not Chal- in He's Not in the list uh, Marion Shved Nope They're
3: Which not very good
1: Roger mm. Rangers youngsters Kieran Dixon Yes Oh Roger well done Two to go both Celtic
3: Gives a wee clue mm. quick Gordon We're running
1: out of time Clamalla? No Clamalla A lot more than that Scored against Celtic at the weekend Oh I'm <laughs> strong Opaflex Of course this Ocoflex. was the Celtic Ocoflex. team at the time Cameron Harper Yes Well done Uh, He's pulled out the bag Right at the death Thank you Roger Hanna Thank you Gordon DL You were a bit of a spectator During that that teaser But you got got your victory On Beat the Pundit So that's fine Uh, Right thank you to the guys Thank you to you though The biggest thanks as always Goes to you lot Who take the time to phone in Or tweet or just joining us Uh, We really do appreciate it We're back tomorrow At 6 Big night for Celtic Gary Caldwell And Alex Ray Joining us in the studio So make sure you join us then And in the meantime You can just stay right there Callum Gallagher's got you He's up next